Hi everyone and welcome to the June episode of the Words to Give By podcast. It is literally the last day of June and honestly like the last minute of June. So I'm so sorry that it took so long to get to you all. Um, But I just, I wrote so many different ideas down for this episode and I actually recorded multiple episodes and um, multiple topics but i think i'm just kind of gonna mesh two ideas that i came up with so let's just get started all right so inspiration such a beautiful word and yet for artists or creators or maybe just me it can be a little scary or hard to keep it or hard to be it. Though life is always changing, we always have something to be inspired by. Well, a couple of years ago, or maybe a year ago, I wrote a blog post about how I had stopped writing for a while, but in that I realized it was because my inspiration had shifted in a way. Here I feel like that has been me the past few episodes of my podcast. Uh, Let me see if I can make this make sense. So we all know i believe in god and you know people can label me as a christian which i am a jesus freak mm -hmm, crazy innocent naive or whatever that may be what people say but either way i'm a believer in jesus christ and i choose to live my life for him but living your life for god or anything or anyone means giving them all areas well I believe I've been called to use my words, whether written or spoken, to spread his light. I often worry sometimes in sharing that, that I sound, you know, too holier than thou when I'm not, which is why I always try to be open and honest as well as share a varying array of topics. Granted, I am one person of one mind and my own personal opinions and beliefs, so there may sound like a pattern of some sort, but that is why I try to invite guests and such on the show. Anyway, long rant over. I noticed that my inspiration shifted. I allowed myself in my busyness, I say that in quotes, to lose sight of my purpose and the giver of my purpose. My inspiration, God. Sometimes I find myself, you know, dry of more to say or write, but the truth is that inspiration is all around me. And for me personally, my inspiration is unwavering, or at least it should be, because it's unable to run out. God is infinite. And as the original creator that he is, his art always remains. I can't quite describe it, but it's truly everywhere. And the problem is, is that I wasn't taking the time to sit and be quiet, to notice it and be inspired by it, which is really disheartening. You know, we take the time to stare at paintings and photos by those that are deceased, and yet, can't take the time to view the artist and the art whose works flow through our everyday lives and whose works will never die. I mean, I will continue to go to museums because I love them, but it's just something to think about, you know? Anyway, I often find myself doing everything else but what should truly be my priority. Yeah, I have a problem with procrastination, um, being honest. (laughs) Um, for these past episodes, this podcast has not been my priority. I would record the episodes the day of just to get them in on time, uh, 
And, you know, I say this in air quotes because some of them were a little late, kind of like this one. And, and some of them were like the minute before 12. And, you know, that's just, that's not what anyone deserves. That's not what this podcast deserves. That's not what you listeners deserve. That's not what God deserves. He's giving me this, you know, idea and the way that I see this podcast growing and the fact that I've just kind of been willy-nilly about it is really, it's really messed up. And, you know, if I'm being honest, I'm trying to build a brand, but most importantly, a movement and a legacy. So those don't just get built by sitting on your butt, you know, a movement you know, I, I want the world to feel the impact and love of Jesus. Like that, that is true. And, and I feel like, honestly, I allow myself to kind of, um, to kind of try to tiptoe around that idea or around that fact. But, but that is the truth. That is why I am who I am. That is why I've been placed in the time that I am. That's why I've been given this life it's so that other people can experience God through the gifts that he has given me and the purpose that he's given me and I want to build a legacy I want my children and children's children to be changed for the better and to be the different makes difference makers of their generations now trust me that is a lot especially for a 20 year old who enjoys binging Netflix and Disney plus and you may think you have time. And honestly, that's what I used to think. I mean, of course, I have faith to live a long and healthy life. I'm in the 120 club. But these days were never promised to us, nor are the next. We are to live every day with intention and purpose. And the fact that I and the fact that I see how big this podcast and company can be for so many people should only fuel me, not discourage or scare me. When I serve in this position, sharing the lessons I've learned or giving words of encouragement, etc., I'm making a difference. So why do I spend so much of my time idle? Hmm, that is a great question. I would like to say that that is because, like I said earlier, I often tiptoe around the idea of why I've been given this podcast and why I do that. And that is to share you know, my perspective as a Christian to share God's love and to share what it means to be a Christian in this day and age and in this life and and to truly make a difference in this world. And it's often because I'm silent and the silence comes from being afraid. And, you know, I, when not knowing what to say or how to say it, usually choose to walk in silence. That's honestly why whenever um, I'm just meeting someone or getting to know somebody, it takes me, you know, a while to kind of adjust. I'm usually observing and just, you know, trying to just figure things out and everything. Don't really want to just say anything to offend anyone or cause a disagreement, but you know, to be honest, that shouldn't be the way that Christians move about, you know, timidly. When you think about it, if this is the life that we've chosen, the life that 
that we love for ourselves and that we've chose to, you know, base, we've chose to base our life around this entire faith. And if that's the case, then why aren't we doing that unapologetically? You know, why are so many Christians timid and tiptoeing around various things and subjects and topics and people? You know, I mean, okay, so here's the story. I had a disagreement the other day with my mom over something I was very passionate about. And we just honestly did not see um, eye to eye. I mean, there was, you know, there was a, there was like a back and forth, but I kind of started tearing up because I felt so right about it. And I didn't want there to be an argument or disagreement between us, but she assured me that disagreements come with life and that it was fine to disagree And she actually said that she was proud of me for sticking up for something that I believed in and what I believed was right. And as a Christian, what um, I believe agrees with the Bible. And, you know, honestly, we will not oftentimes be surrounded by Christians and we won't particularly, you know, expect that response or get that response. And I think that is the problem. Because we don't expect to be assured in the disagreement or to just agree to disagree, we usually back away from that and decide to be silent. But the thing is, is that the Bible literally says that friends are born out of adversity, that brothers are born out of adversity. And that honestly is the case. I remember when I was younger, me and my best friend, literally my best life friend, we will be friends literally through eternity (laughs) and and, um I remember when we were younger we had so many disagreements and so many arguments and it honestly came from my mom telling me like like my best friend is very extroverted I'm introverted and I'm just honestly someone um that just really likes to keep the peace be a people pleaser and um so we would like play games that I honestly didn't really like want to play or like I didn't want to do that or I didn't really like this or I didn't really think that was that cool and I was just agreeing with it and my mom was like well just so you know if you don't want to do that or if you don't want to play that game then just tell her and so I started telling her but because of that we started getting into arguments (laughs) and but with our arguments like our brothers would be like y'all just aren't real friends y'all get into arguments all the time like that's not a real friendship and the thing is we get into our arguments we we you know yell at each other be upset and then we just get back to playing (laughs) and and when I think about it it honestly helped grow our friendship because now we have way fewer arguments and we learn to either come to an agreement come to a compromise or or um, agree to disagree, or honestly, humble ourselves and say when the other is right. And I think that because of our arguments that we had in the beginning, we have this bond where we fully understand each other and we know how the other responds to certain things. We know how the other, um, you know, the other's view on this or view on that. And it honestly just strengthens our bond and our connection to one another. And I think that if Christians just kind of went around understanding that, that maybe they wouldn't be so quiet, you know? And I understand, like, we live in a world that is so heavily opinionated and ran by any and everyone who thinks that they are right. And honestly, sometimes it is 
the attacks are like wildly placed on Christianity and religious beliefs. But but the thing is, is that we shouldn't take that as a sign to duck and cover. We should be taking that as a sign to stand up for what's right and to stand in the truth that we know and we believe in. And it's just honestly disheartening when you see, you know, different posts saying that the Bible is wrong, that it's been interpreted wrong, and that it's not historically accurate, or that it's a clown show, or that it's mythical, or anything like that. And it's like, you know, if this is something that you entirely believe in, why aren't you defending it? Now, granted, I'm not saying to just start running amok, going around yelling at people and saying that I'm right, this and this and this and that, because no, it's not your right. It's that the Bible is right. The Bible is truth. That is the word of God. And that is what we're basing our lives around, not on our opinions, not on what we think is right, because what we think is right is wishy-washy and can change any and every time. But the Bible, that truth remains. That thing sticks. And I just think that that's honestly where we get it wrong sometimes because we start an argument, start a disagreement in this harsh and opinionated tone backed by like years of I don't even know. And instead of, you know, putting putting the Bible next to whatever someone is saying and using that and walking in love, then then just maybe, you know, you'd actually end in some, in a in a compromise or you'd end in an agreement, you end in a in a strengthened bond the same way that me and my friend did. And you know, it's just really interesting because I understand that being silent, you know, you think that it would keep the peace because I choose to be silent to keep the peace. But in turn, people still end up lashing out on our faith and end up lashing out on Christianity. And I understand that, you know, what I believe in may go against what another person believes in, but have they not seen that maybe what they believe in goes against what I believe in? Like, there's so many things to to put into perspective there. And, you know, yet again, I'm not telling you to just go around yelling at people because the world is already doing that. We are not of the world. We are in it, but we are not of it. So I'm not saying to start just going around yelling at people because that's not the case, not the case at all. We should be walking in love. Our God is love. But also loving someone does not mean standing for everything that they do. It does not mean agreeing with everything that they do. It is completely different from respecting someone and loving someone. You don't have to agree with someone to love someone. You know what I mean? You know, think about it. If a person I know smoked, I don't want them to smoke. I know this is bad for them and I wish they didn't, but that doesn't mean I don't love them. And, you know, hey, that may not, may not make sense to you, but it should. And it and, and I mean, 
I guess it doesn't have to make sense to you, but it makes sense to me and it should make sense to every Christian out there listening because we know of an unconditional love that doesn't waver or shift depending on our emotions or our actions. And that's what we should be showing. That's what, that's, because that, that kind of love isn't silent. That kind of love is active. You know what I mean? And that's just kind of what I'm trying to get at with words to give by. It's that it's that it's more than just words that I'm giving, but but it's it's followed through with actions and that's that's what I'm trying to get at. I feel like these past couple of episodes, you know, they have been you know, they've been good and they've been honest, but but there needs to be more action followed by these words. And that's why it's called words to give by, because it's not just, it's not just, you know, things that I'm sharing with you, but giving is an acting, is, is, is an action word. It's an active verb. And, and it's something that is followed by an action. And I think that, you know, words are extremely, extremely powerful and, but it's even more powerful when it's backed up by an action. And that's exactly what words to give by is supposed to be. And that is what it will continue to grow into. And so I'm just really, really excited for you all to see this growth. And I just want to thank you for listening to this episode. I really hope that it got some wheels turning in your brain and you know, it just, it made you, it either encouraged you as a Christian or made you think from a different perspective as a non-Christian. And um, I just really hope that you have a really great day and a great rest of your week. And I just, you know, I want to thank you again for listening. Yeah.